Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're doing a quick instant cast about Spider-Man Far From Home. Me and Alyssa have seen it, and we're going to discuss it right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. My name is Alyssa Terry. Welcome, Alyssa Terry, back to the podcast. Hi, Hi, thank you. It's been a while. It has been a long while. Yeah, so uh, me and Jeff are going to get to do a cast on tonight, which is Tuesday evening. But because me and Alyssa got to go to the midnight showing of Spider-Man, we decided to sit here and have a conversation about it for a few minutes just to give a little taste of what we thought. Yeah. Uh, so without getting into spoilers territory yet, because some people are going to click on this without having seen it yet. Okay. Uh, what did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? I thought it was super fun. I agree. I thought it was like a really fun movie. Yeah. I am normally way asleep by now. It is 3 a.m. That's true. I can't believe you agreed to do this podcast with me. <laughs> I think she's so tired. She's Her decision making is impaired. <laughs> and so, but I didn't get tired the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I was tired, but I wasn't tempted to sleep. Right. I, I was glad we were in a regular theater where we were sitting up, because if we were in those recliner seats that they have at some theaters now, I probably would have been more tired and fallen asleep. No, it was totally f- fun enough to combat the comfortable seats. I think you're absolutely correct. It's a really fun movie, and it's a really nice breath of fresh air after Avengers Endgame. Right. <laughs> Spending, like, two hours of the movie really dealing with grief and the yeah. dire situation they were in. It was really nice to have a small story about a teenager who, even when he's in the worst of situations, Spider-Man's always fun. Right. So I, I think this is a great choice for a follow-up after Endgame. Sure, I think so, too. Uh, and and th- this this movie dealt with grief, too, because, uh, spoiler alert for Endgame, obviously Tony Stark has passed. And so this movie dealt with that. So there, there, there were serious issues, but it still kept it light mm-hmm. through the whole thing. Sure. I thought. I'd say mostly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had, it had notes of seriousness, too. Yeah. I, I don't want to say it didn't. Uh, I loved the storyline. I loved the plot. I loved the villain. I loved everything. I really just loved everything about this movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal was awesome. He did a really good job. Yeah. I can't think of anything that I was ever like... He did a bad job at that, but I especially enjoyed him in this movie. Yeah, totally with you. Yeah, he did a good job. I felt like he was his character. Mm. See, and I didn't feel like he was playing Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. Like, he's play, he's done a lot of... I've seen Jake Gyllenhaal a lot of things, and he did not feel like every Jake Gyllenhaal movie. He felt really, really cool. Every Jake Gyllenhaal movie after this is going to feel like this movie. <laughs> Maybe. The- Maybe. He he really did like he disappeared into the character. Like I was watching it and I was like, Oh, that's that's Quentin Beck. That's not that's not Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, at all. Right. Uh really, really cool. Uh Zendaya was awesome. She played MJ. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face you don't know who that is. You told on me. You're not you're not you're not <laughs> hip with the young kids and the Zendaya Disney Channel. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. None of those things make sense together. <laughs> MJ, the character of MJ. No, I get that. That's the only thing I understood. <laughs> she was she was really great. <laughs> she was really good. She was in this this one a lot more than she was the first one. Yeah. And and you kind of got to know her character a little more and she's just really really quirky and fun. 
Yeah, I liked that she felt like a teenager. Yeah. Watching her. I feel like a lot of times, like, with Tobey Maguire, they, like, cast older people to yeah. play teenagers, and then it just doesn't feel believable. But, like, I felt like the way they wrote and the way that the kids acted, like, I felt like they were teenagers. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that um, Tom Holland's the same way. Yeah. All, all the all the kids are feel like kids. Yeah. And Tom Holland, there's a few moments where he is... Sort of a whiny teenager. Right. And I was like, he's being whiny, and like I kind of want to be annoyed with him, but he just feels like a real teenager. Right. They seem like reasonable whiny things for him. Yeah. I mean, if I were him, I would also probably be whiny. (laughs) (laughs) He's dealing with some big stuff for for a small neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that's our kind of non-spoilery take, I guess. I guess we should dive into some spoilers. So uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's great. Uh, it really, it really is great. I, 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 I there, there's maybe I guess I should say the negative as well as the positive. Uh, throughout the movie, there were a few plot things that I was a little iffy on, and there was some to me some tonal issues. You didn't feel that way though. Well, I I felt one tonal issue, but you disagreed with me, and I didn't want to ruin it for you, so I didn't. Oh. Interesting. Maybe we'll get into that in the spoilers. <laughs> Maybe. So that's a tease that if you haven't uh, heard yet, you know, come back and hear about that. Anyway, uh, so you guys, by the way, if you're if you're just checking in with us and you're listening to the non-spoiler section, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We talk about Marvel stuff all the time. Uh, we keep up with all the TV shows, all the movies, and we really love to talk about all the cross pollination. So if you like that kind of thing, please uh, like and subscribe and share and all that good stuff because um, we try to keep the conversation about these movies going because we love the connected universe. It's a big part of my childhood is loving these kinds of connected universes. So if you're digging what we're doing right now, please uh, subscribe. And we'll be back tonight with my regular co-host to do some more casting about Spider-Man Far From Home. But uh, let's get into a very short spoiler section. Um, Spoiler alert. Okay. All the people who don't want to be spoiled are probably gone by now. I'm really sad they killed Mysterio. I was afraid they didn't kill Mysterio. Oh yeah, you were you were a little confused with that that clip at the end. Of I the was movie. I was really sleepy. I think I think that was but, supposed to be the the right. Little, he lives on. He lives on in his in his memory. Like I think even maybe he knew he was going to die at the end Perhaps. when he when he says. I have contingency plans. Sure. I think he knew I'm going to die, but I'm going to be able to save this footage and my got my team is going to make me look like I died a hero. Yeah. I'm just like, get on with it. Everyone comes back. Why do they all come back? Yes. I know. I, I'm with you. I'm a naysayer. I know. No, no, no. I'm with you. I like, I do not like that. Marvel doesn't kill off people. When, well, when they kill off people, they don't stay dead. Yeah. But, I'm kind of annoyed that they keep killing off great villains. Yeah. Because I love people like Loki who stick around and become more and more complex and interesting. Sure. And then uh, all the best villains, Killmonger from Black Panther, gone after one movie. Oh, yeah. He was really good. He was really, really wonderful. Michael B. Jordan's amazing in that role, and he's he just He was really good. He's gone. one of my all-time favorite villains. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and this, Hall 
from an acting standpoint, I won't say he's, well, actually, no, just all around. He's one of my favorite villains. Yeah, he was really good. He's really great. The The scenes with Mysterio uh, controlling the environment around Peter, it was straight out of the comics and straight out of the um, cartoons that I grew up with. And I know you, you, you don't care about that stuff, but I just thought those scenes were completely captivating. Yeah, they were super captivating. I was yeah. like, I was in it. I was just like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. And what is real? I have no idea. Yeah. And they actually made a believable technology that could do this, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, the only thing that about the technology that I did not find believable uh, is at the end, they call down a bunch of Stark Tech drones and somehow they all just have that same ability to create it seemed like they had built these very specialized drones. They even said that component, like we can't f- let people find out about sure. that component because they'll know what we're doing. Right. But then they like called down all the drones from heaven and right. they were like, all the drones do that. And now we're going to make a huge scene that covers all of London. Maybe they've been hiding them in there all along. Maybe uh, you could definitely get there. Like maybe it was part of the project that Starks didn't start didn't use, but they had, put them in there. Like it, it, it all makes sense. Like there, there's, right. there you are can ways. justify it away. Yeah. You can headcanon it. I get it. Uh, but I, but I thought that was a little, a little weak. Uh, the other thing I thought was really weak. The entire movie was Nick Fury. Oh, well, I know that's the thing the whole movie. And I, they got me because I was like, Nick Fury isn't acting very Nick Fury. And then freaking post credit sequence, Nick Fury is a scroll. I, I made a video a few months ago <laughs> called saying Nick Fury is a scroll and I was wrong, but, but I, you were right. I was right. <laughs> that feels the best. The whole thing. That was what you pulled out of this. You're like, I was right. Yeah. I, I was know. right. I know that's exactly what you thought when it came <laughs> on. <laughs> like victory. I thought it was interesting how they made the, as they call it, the blip on this show, we call it the snapture. But mm. they called it the blip, which I thought yeah. was fun, and they made it a joke. They made it a joke. Oh yeah, the kids like treated the whole thing like that was this thing that happened because I guess they don't really know any differently. Like it's like they were ever teenagers before, yeah. And they just like called it the blip, and like we're talking about how jealous they were of the kids that like didn't get blipped or did get blipped, or yeah. you know, it was just like like a deciding factor of coolness, yeah, more than like life altering. I love how they bring humor to it. Like the scene where they show the kids getting blipped back into existence <laughs> and then they're in the middle of a basketball game and all of a sudden the band, band. kids are getting hit by basketballs. <laughs> that was awesome. That was super funny. It's the kind of thing we talk about on this cast all the time. Like what happened to people who were in the middle of this when they or this yeah. or that. And uh, man, that is so good. Mm-hmm. That is so funny that they went there. Um, and, and the fact I, it, this is some of the deepest continuity for being a Sony movie. That sure. there was some fear that they wouldn't get really deep into the continuity of the Marvel movies, oh, but yeah. they did. Even with the villains, they they like all the villains on his team were from other Marvel movies. Like they had been <laughs> a part of other Marvel missions. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was super fun. That whole scene where Jake Gyllenhaal stands on a table and gives his plan and gives a toast to all his men. It was awesome. <laughs> that was so great. It was weird AF, but it was great. <laughs> and like it went on way too long. I don't know. And it was it was it was an interesting way to have that be a reveal. Like for us 
it's that whole it's it, dramatic irony mm-hmm. when you know something the characters don't. Yeah. And so you find out Mysterio is is a fake like a good bit before Spider Man does. Sure. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was super fun. Um, okay. What what any any big moments for you that you loved about this movie or didn't love or Um I thought it was worth mentioning that Stanley wasn't in this one. Yeah. And it like felt empty and that's from like not a I mean, I'm a fan, obviously. Yeah. But not like you and Jeff level enthusiasm for this, right? Sure. And like I still felt the absence, which was like kinda sad. Yeah. It is. Um that was kind of sad. I really, I loved all of the the environment changing stuff that Mysterio did. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, me too. I thought it was super fun. Like the whole time I was just like, I felt like I was being thrown around. I was just like, oh my God, I have no idea what's real. Yeah. What did he really get hit with? What is happening? That middle sequence where, where Spider-Man is like being attacked by other Spider-Men and then he's being attacked by a zombie Tony Stark in an Iron Man suit mm-hmm. and then... Oh man, it's just so so interesting visually, so cool. It it's such a great love letter to the comic book version of Mysterio. Sure. Like in the comic books he does stuff like that. And it always doesn't feel realistic. And so I did not know how they were gonna pull him off in a movie. But they did. They pulled it off so well. Yeah. Oh, loved it. I really loved Zendaya and I loved Ned and I loved Betty. Like all those characters were great. Right. I really liked that uh with MJ, they made her real in the end because she was, like, so cool all the time. Right. Just too cool for school. And then in the end, they, like, frizzed her hair out, and she was just like, I'm just never doing that again. Like, she <laughs> right. became, like, she was just, like, a real person for a second. Like, there was a real honest moment there. Yeah. Well, aside from her previous honest moment about always telling truth, even if it hurts people. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Uh, speaking of that scene... And we probably need to wrap this up because you've got to go to bed because it's like 3 a.m. And your bedtime's like 11 p.m. So yeah. this is too late for you. But the last thing I've got to mention, freaking J. Jonah Jameson showing up. I know that oh, means yeah. very little to you. That was the thing you were most excited about. I was most excited you, about like, that by far. spoke during the movie. Well, Level of excitement. During the, during the credits. I know. But still, usually you kind of just sit there, like, really excited about what's about to happen. (laughs) You don't usually talk. That's probably true. J. Jonah Jameson showing up in the mid-credit sequence, being played by J.K. Simmons, was one of the most exciting moments for me in a Marvel movie in in a long time. And I'm talking about, like... Endgame just happened, and I love it so much. But J. Jonah Jameson showing up. Like, there's so many things you could talk about, and I'm sure me and Jeff will. You don't care as much. But, like, for those of you who do, this could mean the multiverse. Like, there's a lot of theories going around right now Mm -hmm. about the multiverse. Like, the Tobey Maguire movies might have actually happened. They bring up the multiverse. They do, but it ends up being fake. But? In this, but yes. And we've talked about the multiverse a ton because they basically presented the multiverse in Endgame by having all those different universes they go back to. Right, for sure. So, the, there are, the multiverse exists. They talk about it a lot in this movie, even though it doesn't seem like it's the case or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But J. Jonah Jameson being uh, the same, J.K. Simmons in both the Tobey Maguire movies and this one, kind of gives credence to the idea that there might be a crossover at some point. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe those two universes exist on the same parallel plane of some sort. (laughs) I don't know. I just loved that. I loved it so much. Who's the actor that plays the green one? 
the green villain that was his best friend in the Tobey Maguire one. Oh, gosh. Franco. James Franco. James Franco. James Franco will do anything. That's true. James Franco <laughs> will do anything. He's in every He's in every movie. So he'll show up. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the crossover point for the for the Tobey Maguire movies and this these movies. Just James Franco. <laughs> That's how we know there's a multiverse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, we just wanted to drop a short cast because me and Jeff are going to do a more extensive one tonight. So I guess we'll drop about 24 hours after this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just if if you uh, digging this kind of casting just chatting about marvel movies and what we love about them please subscribe and follow along we're going to be doing lots more spider-man coverage over the next weeks um we just finished a series on jessica jones season three and we're going to be covering agents of shield this season and we've got a lot of other marvel stuff coming out we've got the loki television show coming and the uh, falcon and winter soldier television show coming when they coming uh i think like january so far away. It is far away. How am I going to live without this show? I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, but uh, lots of cool stuff coming from Marvel, and we're going to be covering it all. So come hang out here with the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. You can find us at MCUcast at all the social medias. Uh, if you want to listen to more from me, I have two other podcasts. I have the Star Trek Universe podcast and the Orville Universe podcast. Also, I play music for a living, and you can find my music by searching for Matthew Carroll anywhere you get music. Peace. Until next time, true believers. She remembered. Good job, Alyssa.